Welcome back. Part two, episode eight, October 3rd, 2020. I'm hoping beep received the file yesterday at the latest. Madison and I went to the country and it was a nice break to get away, to breathe. October 6, 2020. I received a letter in the type of an advertising flyer. It was from a candidate running for state representative. I read the letter twice. 2.32 p.m. I sent Lisa a copy of the letter. She read it and gave me her opinion on it. She sent me a list of tips of how to reply to the letter. Tips. Number one, thank him for his reply or replying to. Two, compliment him on his 2020 legislative session of successes. Three, give your story with the cemetery cover up and hope for a resolved process in the end. Four, I would like your help to make a law with regards to a cemetery cover-up so families like mine don't have to go through what my family has. Five, I would like to thank you for your help in regards to the above matter and also helping families with what you have accomplished. I told Lisa, very good tips. Thank you. I will write him a letter. We talked a little longer and we hung up. October 7th, 2020. I got up this morning and I got some things done. 1.44 p.m., I'm trying to keep myself calm. I'm trying to get rid of some of the stress these people have endured on me for the past five and a half years. Now I'm hoping and praying that beep at the funeral board is sincere in helping us. October 9, 2020. Today has been a good day so far. I woke up early this morning to have a good laugh, and it really made me laugh most of the morning and afternoon. Thank you, Carla. October 10th, 2020. Trying to stay positive about all of this. I'm also going to write the letter in reply to a letter I received last week. I'm going to try everything. October 11th, 2020. I wrote a letter to the state representative Beep, beep. I also added the detailed letter in the envelope. I even wrote in a couple suggestions to write a law we need. God, I hope this man is the one to help us. And I know I sound like a broken record, but I have to stress my feelings, my concerns. And if that's what I have to do is repeat, 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 then that's what I will do. Madison took the letter to the post office at 5.53 p.m. this evening. The post office automatic mailing kiosk was out of order, so we have to wait. We will send it tomorrow. October 12, 2020, 5.53 p.m. The letter to Mr. Beep, Beep was sent. The state representative, wish us luck. October 13, 2020, Madison and I went to the cemetery, and it's so peaceful, but so not right. I took pictures and sat and talked with my angels. 6.31 p.m., Jen called. 
We talked for hours catching up. Thank you, Jen, for everything. I told her I haven't cried all day. She thought it was a good thing. I thought so too. Jen and I talked for a while and the conversation sent me to. This was when I had my first tear in my eyes today. I thought to myself, I almost made it. I pray it would get better and better every day. October 14, 2020. I got up this morning and of course after breakfast I cleaned up and I finished editing the third part of my timeline of how far I am at this time. 2.22 p.m. I noticed the time on the clock and I had a warm feeling in my heart and I said to myself, I'm not giving up. 2.53 p.m. Patty called to see how I was doing. I told her I was doing good and I told her about the day yesterday and how I didn't cry until Jen and I were talking and I got a tear in my eye. So I almost made it. Patty said, I was like that too, but it will get better. You are going to get this in, and of course you will cry some more, but it will be okay. I felt good yesterday and I feel good today. We talked a little longer and she had to go. 7.28 p.m., Susie called. As we talked, I told her about the case being at the funeral board. I said, I need lots of prayers. I said, I know I say this, that if it doesn't work for us, I don't know what I would do. It got quiet. Susie and I both at the same time said, yes, you, I do. We laughed. I said, yes, I do. She said, yes, you can't stop now. You have to finish this. And I know it's hard, sis. I know it's tough. But sister, God gave this to you. I got quiet. I told her about how I almost got through the day without crying. She said, you sound less stressed. You even sounded this way the last time I talked to you. So sis, keep doing what you're doing. I'm praying for you and Madison. You will get this done. Thank you, Susie. We talked a little longer and let each other go. I love you, Susie and Ryland. October 15, 2020. Tomorrow will be two weeks. Beep has had the case file. I know it's too soon to hear anything. I'm just hoping for the best and praying it will all work out for all the families that are involved and even the families that don't know they're involved. Prayers needed. Best of wishes needed. I saw the number 111. And when I saw it, I thought positively about getting the cemetery done. My family and friends to be well and happy and God to bless us all. October 16, 2020, 12.08 p.m. Rest assured, my day will be a good day. 3.49 p.m. my phone rang. It was from a number of the United States. I answered it and it's a man asking to talk to Emily. I said, this is her. He said, hi, this is beep, beep. I received your letter. I just picked it up from the PO box and I wanted to let you know I did receive it. I will read it and I will call you back. 
I said, thank you. I appreciate that. He said, yes. I said, thank you. You have a good weekend. He said, you take care. I said, thank you. And we hung up the phone. I'm so excited. I was excited because he called to let me know he received my letter. I really appreciate that. I also felt exhausted. He caught me off guard and I wasn't even sure how I re expressed how or what. I went into Zoe's room to tell her and Madison who had just called and they were happy for us. 3.51 p.m. I called Jen to let her know who had called and she wrote his name down in case he calls her. We talked for a little while and she had to go. 5.16 p.m. I called my friend Lisa and I told her about the phone call. She was happy. She said, I'm happy we wrote that letter. I said, oh, I know. We wrote that one together and I'm glad we did because we did get a response. Thank you, Mr. Beep for calling me. 5.46 p.m. My brother John called. I told him what the call was about. He told me, do not give up on this. It's not over and it won't be over anytime soon. He said, you need to make this a movie. Well, to my brother John, I hope it will go that far, but I want to get it fixed right now. But we can see how it all works out. I wrote on a post on the Facebook cemetery cover up. I know it's far and in between, but we are working on this daily. We don't post most information, but we are working on it and making progress, great progress. Asking now for positive thoughts and prayers for it to all work out. Thank you to Jen and to all for their help. And you know who you are. Jen wrote, you are welcome. And I love you, Aunt Emily. I responded with, I love you, baby, lots. Nikki Crow sent continued prayers. And I thank you, Nikki. I appreciate that. October 17, 2020. I went yesterday and got my flu shot. Today I'm not feeling too good. We were supposed to go to the cemetery to put pumpkins and scarecrows on Megan and Wyatt's headstone while Wyatt's headstones. Megan will be stuck in the ground west of the tree where we buried Megan at. We didn't go today, but we will tomorrow. I love you, my angels. October 18, 2020. Whoo, it's cold and dreary today. I'm still not feeling up to par, but I will go to the cemetery. But bird, it is cold, 46 degrees. Madison said, I think it's too cold to stand at the cemetery today. I looked at her and my thoughts were the same. I told her we will go tomorrow for sure. I am feeling better, but I think one more day won't hurt. October 20th, 2020, 2.02 p.m., Jen called. It was so weird when the phone rang because I was just thinking, I wonder how Jen and them are doing. And then the phone rang. She said, I just got a call. It was from a private number. The lady sounded really odd. Her voice was squeaky. I said, really? 
Did it sound like she was trying to disguise her voice? Jen said, no, I think we were having a bad connection, but all it was was she asked me if I was Jennifer. I told her yes, the phone disconnected, and it sounded like either she was or I was in a dead zone. I said, oh, all right. Jen said, I don't have a number to call back because it was private. I said, did you hear? Did she say who she was or who she was with? She said, yes, she said she was in Congress and it sounded like beep. I said, yes, beep, yes. Jen said, yes. So I don't know if she will try to call you or if she may try to call me back. I said, all right, yes, hopefully she will give you a call back. We talked a little longer and hung up. I pray whoever it was will call back. October 21st, 2020, 2.02 p.m., Madison and I went to the cemetery to put Megan and Wyatt's pumpkins and flowers on their headstone and in the grass. They are having a funeral, and we pulled in and drove to where Megan's area is and turned around, and I drove out of the cemetery. The city people were there. I drove to the country to see Dixie the horse in beep. Beep, it's a nice getaway. After we left the country, I drove to pick up my oldest grandson to take him home. Then we tried the cemetery again. The tractor and the truck and trailer were still there, but there were no other city members. So I drove on back to see Wyatt on the same side as Megan is on, the west side. I saw her flowers are still stuck in the ground behind west of the tree. We put the flowers and pumpkin on Wyatt's headstone and kept an eye on what the truck and workers were doing. The man was leveling out the pile of dirt, then pulling the tractor onto the truck. I watched him to be safe. And as we pulled back up to Megan's, the man in the truck looked as though he got out to tie a chain down or to make sure the chain was tied down. We put Megan's flowers in the ground and Madison set her pumpkin next to the flowers with a pack of M&Ms I brought for each one of them. I took pictures of both. When we were done, we left the cemetery. And for some reason leaving there, I am, and I got, a little emotional. October 22nd, 2020. Today I'm feeling hopeful that more time goes by. I hope the people that know of this is and will do something. 2.33 p.m. I checked the mail. I received a letter back from the beep office in beep. Five letters, four different people. Madison and I agree, that's not too bad. I'm praying and hope for everyone I have asked for prayers that has been praying because we need them. October 24th, 2020. I woke up with my great grandson and had a good day. His mom and dad came to bring over my great granddaughter. So today I'm spending it with Jose Jr. and Olivia Joy. We colored, we played hide and seek in the house, and we got some pizza and had a good day. When my granddaughter and grandson-in-law came in, I showed them some pictures of the case file. 
and I showed them a picture of November 21st, 2019, November 22nd, 2019, and I showed them a few other pictures, and my grandson-in-law said, Nana, that looks like an auger pole. I said, what is that? He said, it's like a grinder that they screw it onto a pole or a rod to grind it into the ground. That's why you see the dark lines. I looked at them and as my granddaughter was looking up to see what an auger looks like, I just couldn't believe they would stoop so low. Samantha and Jose said, that's how they pushed the casket out of the ground. I looked at them and I was trying to tell them some more of what was going on and of course, I started crying. I broke down. My granddaughter is crying. And after a while of talking with them and telling them some more, they had to go. I checked the mail. I received a letter from the governor of Beep. He more or less said the same of some of the other states have said, but he did give me a web page to find an attorney. And he told me to contact the Bar Association. I'm sure he may be unaware that there are no laws to get an attorney, and the Bar Association has already been contacted, but we are not giving up. 1.46 p.m. I messaged Jen. I wrote, hi, baby. I found out that they used a trench auger to move that casket. If you look it up, what one is, and then in the picture of me catching them out there at 8.03 a.m., and the long pole laying in the grass. That's what they connected it to. Jen wrote, what the hell? I wrote, yep, and of course you know me. I started crying. Jen wrote, things will be okay. We will get this. I wrote, thank you, baby. I sent a picture of the letter and the envelope. I wrote, I just received this one. He gave me information about an attorney and bar association from Beep. General, this is awesome. Maybe we can find a lawyer to help us. I wrote yes, and through them. The rest of my day was filled with playing with my grandbabies and staying positive. October 26, 2020. Oh my gosh, the ice on the trees is breaking the limbs over. So unusual for beep to be getting this kind of weather. This is our January and February weather. Today I'm really just trying to get together the game plan of what to do if the power goes out. There are a lot of people right now without electricity and I have to be prepared. I don't think too many people prepared for this storm. I know I didn't. October 27, 2020. I woke up this morning hearing tree limbs breaking and crashing. It's a scary feeling. And as my day started, I felt a feeling in my heart and I thought, oh no, please bless Megan's tree to be all right. 3.11 p.m. I posted a message on the cemetery cover-up page that said, prayers for Megan's tree. I sent a full view picture of Megan's area. I did mention it to my sister. This picture is from Sunday, October 25th, 2020. 
I see they leave her fall flowers, and I'm glad for Halloween that they left her pumpkin alone. It says a lot, speaks volumes, my opinion. I prayed off and on today. I looked out my front window, and I could see some trees that were still standing tall. So I'm praying that Megan's tree can be too. October 28, 2020. As I'm cleaning up today, I thought to myself, Please, dear God, let her tree be still standing. I sat down on the edge of the bed and I started crying. I said, God, don't take her tree. Don't let them have to cut her tree down. I looked up and had a feeling that her tree was standing okay. Now, I don't have any idea why I felt that. I just did. I can't wait to go out there and I'm hoping now that the rain has stopped for a little while, Madison will be off work soon, and maybe we can go out. Keep the fingers crossed. 2.23 p.m., my friend Lisa called, and we talked about the storm, and I told her I'm going to the cemetery when Madison gets here to check out Megan's tree. Lisa said again, I'm going to put the letters in the mail to you tomorrow. I said, oh, all right. 5.13 p.m., Madison drove to the cemetery to find Megan's tree is all right. It has three branches broken off and it is flooded. 6.23 p.m., I posted two pictures on the cemetery cover-up page. I wrote, Megan's tree, not bad. Looks like about three branches are broken. And oh yeah, friendly reminder, the drains were fixed. Pumpkins and flowers were still there. Two hours later, we had five comments and 14 people viewed it. I wrote in the post, thank God. My cousin Sherry wrote, obviously the taxpayer's money was wasted on the drainage repairs. I'm surprised and very glad the pumpkin didn't float away. I wrote exactly what I think and I'm so happy the flowers and pumpkin are still there. The flowers hang in there through all the water at different times for some reason. Jen chimed in and said, they need to fix all of the problems. I wrote, yes, baby, they do. And I agree, they need to fix what they have done. October 29, 2020. I saw Nicole today and I told her Megan's tree was all right. I told her there was only three branches that had broken. Nicole thought that was good, and I agree. October 30th, 2020. Why am I so emotional? I cry and I cry some more. Gosh, make it stop. I'm so tired of feeling like this. I'm just not sure how much more I can do or wait for someone to get off their ass to do something. I know I can't give up, but damn, it's been way too long. Come on, someone, help us. I got done writing this paragraph and I looked at the clock to see 2.22 p.m. Wow, and babies, I will not give up and I will hold positive thoughts. October 31st, 2020, happy Halloween. I pulled in at the cemetery around 
2.10 p.m. this afternoon. I drove to see Wyatt, and I couldn't see his pumpkin from his head, at his headstone from the road, so I walked over to it to see if it was still there. It is. I took a couple pictures, which one ended up being taken at 2.16 p.m., the date of his birthday. I stood there to talk with him for a few minutes. I told him, Happy Halloween, baby. I asked him to watch over all of us and to help someone to come to us to help. I stood there a few more minutes and walked away. I love you, Wyatt. I drove on to Megan's area. There is still some water laying on the ground, but not as much as the other day. Thank God. I noticed they cut the branch off the tree that was hanging and the other branch that was laying on the ground was gone too. But the branch up high was still hanging there in the tree. I took pictures. I then noticed one of Megan's flowers laying on the ground. So I took my slippers off and walked over to her area to stick the flower back in the ground. Her flowers and pumpkins are still there. It's just odd to me. I took a few more pictures and sat there talking to her. I asked her the same thing to watch over us and to send someone to help us. Happy Halloween, baby. I love you, Megan. I'm so thankful I went out there today. I don't understand why they didn't just fix it. Why? Beep. Why did you have to lie about cutting a tree down? There was no tree there, and you know it. This is where it all started. So sad, but true. November 2nd, 2020. This is the fifth week. The fifth week of mailing it off and for the funeral board should have received it. November 3rd, 2020, election day. I voted, first time ever. When I woke up this morning, I was at peace. Wasn't an odd feeling, but it was a good feeling to me. 11.44 a.m., I wrote about the cemetery cover-up post. I adore you, Megan and Wyatt. I drove to the cemetery. Everything looked good. I mean, good is the fact that nothing has changed. The headstone still needs to be moved to the north, but I have to believe we will get there to get it fixed. When we were done visiting Wyatt and Megan, I drove to the store and picked up a couple Christmas gifts. It was a good day, but it's so emotional to deal with those people have done to me. Clean up your mess, city of beep. I know as well as a lot of us do. Karma don't knock on your door for no reason. And that's a good quote. November 6, 2020. Today has been five weeks since the beep funeral board has had the case file. It has been three weeks since beep, beep called me. I'm trying to be patient. I have to be. I have to get through this time of year. November 7, 2020. Gosh, the past few days since the election has been a bit off the wall. November 8, 2020. It's been a relaxing morning. 
we woke up to the electric turned off because the electric company was outside fixing the wires on the poles. Came back on an hour later. Madison and I got ready to go to the cemetery to visit with Megan and Wyatt. Everything looked all right. Megan's tree looks a little thin, but they did have to cut some off. I want to get this resolved. God, our world is in a chaos and we are in need of help. Please don't leave this undone. Bless someone to come to us. Bless that person to help us. Bless us to get it done. November 9th, 2020. I woke up this morning a bit emotional. There is so much going on in life of everyone that cares. I went to the mailbox about 30 minutes later and I'm rustling through the envelopes and, I'm, and the magazines I received. I did get a letter from a U.S. representative. Beep, beep, beep. She said it is a valid concern, but she has pointed us to beep, beep, and beep, beep is our state representative. We have already contacted beep months ago. Her assistant has already contacted us to draft laws for this. I then sat down at 1.37 p.m. to write another letter to Miss beep beep to say sorry for not her not being reelected. I also had to ask if she will still be helping us or do we have to get someone else? I sent the letter this afternoon at 2.44 p.m. This is now the second time someone has referred us to this woman. I now pray she will help us. I have not shared this letter with anyone yet. Hours later, I did mention it to Lisa. Lisa read the rough draft of the letter and thought it was good, so I rewrote it and copied it. I shared the news with Patty and Jen a little later. 6.47 p.m. I sent Jen a message. I wrote, hi baby, I hope all is good for you all. We received a letter today from the U.S. House of Representatives letting me know in regards to our valid concern to contact beep, beep, I have written a letter to her again, and I am going to put it in the mail. Beep did not get reelected, so I need to ask if she will still be helping us, or do we have to find someone else? I will send you the copies. I sent a copy of the letter from the House of Representatives and the letter I wrote to Jen. I wrote, I love you all a lot. 7.25 p.m., Jen messaged back. Jen wrote, this is good. Even though she didn't win though, doesn't mean she can't help in some way. I wrote, oh, all right. I didn't know if she still could or would. My fingers are crossed that she will. Thank you. Praying that she will and everything will work out for us. November 13, 2020, another week. I have not heard anything yet. Six weeks for beep funeral board and four weeks for 
beep, beep, a state representative. Gosh, I hope they don't prove to be like some of the others. I just can't handle too more much of this. Although I'm going to stay strong and get through until this is finished, I do know that for sure, for sure. Later this afternoon, I'm listening to a news segment and it announced that the state lawmakers are not working due to the COVID virus. I thought to myself, God, bless them to be well and don't let too much more time go by and nothing gets done. November 14, 2020. Madison and I went to lunch while sitting in the car in the restaurant parking lot eating. I glanced at the clock and the time was 1.11 p.m. I re recited the phrase to myself, positive thoughts, positive words, positive actions. We finished eating and I drove to the cemetery. I pulled in and there's a few cars here. I drove back to see Wyatt. We sat with him for a little while and then went to see Megan. Her flowers and pumpkin are still here. Her tree looks bad, not so full now. There are two more branches that are broken, but if they took them out, the tree would look really bare. It's so sad. I want this to be over. I want it to be over as for it to be fixed and for the angels there can rest in peace. I did take some pictures. I do every time I come out. November 15, 2020, 1.27 p.m. Patty called today to check in with me. She gave me advice and told me she would help me. She gave me some pointers on how to start the letter and as I listened, I thought, I hope I feel like doing this today. I was not, because as the day went by, I did not write the letter, but I will. Thank you, Patty. I'm having an emotional day, and I need to know something. November 17, 2020, 10.51 a.m., Patty called. I told her that I haven't sat down to write the letter yet because I've had so much going on that I just haven't been able to clear my mind enough to write it, but I will. I told her about how Dixie the horse got out of the fence and we had to go after her and get her back into the fence. And actually it was a funny story. I'm trying to stay busy today and get everything done so I can begin the letter. We talked a little longer and hung up. 4.04 p.m. I checked the mail. I received a letter back from the Attorney General of Beep. I read it and I was not surprised at his response. 4.07 p.m. I sent Jen a picture of the letter and I wrote, received this today. Not sure how to react to his, but waiting to hear from the Beep, funeral board and the state representative too. So I don't know about this yet. Jen wrote, it sounds like they want you to find an attorney, but that is hard when we don't exactly know what to go after from them completely. I wrote exactly, but remember I told you when we first started working on this 
that I couldn't send one to the Attorney General because it's a big waste of time, as people say. He won't do anything. And this proves to me just what I have been told about him. At least we have proof of the letter and response from him. So when questions are asked, we have verification that we did contact him and we do have his response, or that's my thinking. He gave me a, a response of what I expected. Jen wrote, that is good thinking. I wrote, make sure you keep copies of all these letters and I love you and thank you. Jen wrote, I am keeping everything. I have them all and I love you too. I wrote, all right, good. You know the two words I can't say, laughing. And Jen wrote, I know and you're welcome. I'm just not sure how to take this letter. Is he trying to be a smart ass? I stayed busy trying not to think about it right now. November 18, 2020, 9.46 a.m., Patty called. I missed her call, but she called back at 10.52 a.m. I talked to her for a little bit, and I read her the letter from the beep attorney general. She said, well, it's not a bad letter, but we know he's not a personal attorney. You only wrote to him because you were led there. I said, right. Remember though, months ago, I told you that it's a waste of time to send one to the attorney general, as people has said. Patty said, right. All right, write him a letter and write in there that we are aware you are not a personal attorney, but we were led to write you a letter. I said, yeah, I will. She said, I can help you. We have to write the other letters too. She couldn't remember who the other letter was for, but I reminded her who it was. She said, yes. I said, all right, thank you. She said, when you are ready, call me back. I said, all right, give me a little bit and I will call. 11.09 a.m., I called Patty back. I told her, I can't do it today, or at least not right now, because the roofers are here and it's too noisy. She said, yes, keep an eye on the roofers. We can do it later or tomorrow, but we will get it done. I said, all right, I will let them get the roof done and clear my mind and we can write it later. She said, all right, call me. I said, I will. After I was able to sit down a minute while the workers were getting everything hauled to the backyard, I thought about the letter response and that demand to write it to. God, protect us from evil. November 20th, 2020. Today has been seven weeks since the funeral board had received the case file. It has been five weeks since beep, beep, called. I am now praying that someone, even beep, beep, will get back to us soon. I'm keeping positive thoughts of when and how this will play out. I'm praying for positive health. November 22nd, 2020. My heart is starting to feel a little heavy. In four more days, it will be the anniversary that they put Madison and I through hell out there because 
a man lie. God bless someone to call us. November 23rd, 2020. My days are starting to run together. Too much running through my mind. After all, it will be one year since they dug Megan's headstone up with the results unbelievable but with more evidence that some shit went on out there i just pray their hearts will find the way to do the right thing the right thing november 24 2020 3 24 p.m patty called we talked a little while and it was nice to talk to her for her to listen to me and to let me talk my emotions are skyrocketing. I have to cry to her. Then I get mad. I should not have to live like this. She reassured me that we will get this done and it will all work out. Thank you, Patty. I stayed busy the rest of the day, cleaning and trying not to think about much of it. I need a break. I need it to be over, to move on to move on in life. Two more days, I'm dreading it. I'm praying for strength. I'm praying for release. I'm praying someone finds it in their heart to tell us what they know. Because I know someone knows. November 25th, 2020, 2.46 p.m. Patty called. She wanted to see how I was doing, and I told her what I was struggling with. Tomorrow is the one-year anniversary, and I started crying. We talked about it and how I was feeling, crying more and more. The more I talk, the more I cry. I get so damn mad. Patty suggested, she said, I'm able to help you. I'm well now, and I can do what I can to help. I said, are you sure? We gotta be strong-minded. We gotta be well. She asked, are you eating? I said, yes, I'm eating. My sugars are good. I just have to get this over. I have to be able to move on. Still crying. She said, all right, this is I, what I suggest we do. We need to start little. We have to get this done for you. While crying, I told Patty, thank you. Thank you so much, and please help me. If you say you're going to, don't hurt me like that. I can't take any more, but I know I have to keep moving forward. She said, all right, I will help. I said, all right. We talked a little longer, and we hung up. Tomorrow is coming. I pray I can get through it without too much emotion. Tomorrow is also Thanksgiving, and I'm praying I can do this. We will be there to visit you angels tomorrow. To everyone, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. November 26, 2020. Happy Thanksgiving. One year anniversary of digging Megan's headstone. It's a bittersweet day trying to stay busy and keep my mind occupied not to lay around and cry. I'm cooking dinner and seem to be okay. I went to take a shower and that's when I broke down. 
I'm in the shower crying, pleading for someone to help. As my day went on, hearing from concerned people in my life, I tried hard not to break down at random times. After we ate, Madison suggested going to the Festival of the Lights. As she was talking, telling me about it, I was thinking, it may be best for me to go. I said, yes, I will go. We can ask Zoe and Lily to go with us. Madison called to see if they could go. They can, so we went and picked them up when it was time. After we cleaned up the mess from dinner, we went to the cemetery to visit Megan and Wyatt. When we arrived, I drove to Wyatt. I was talking to him and I got tears in my eyes and I felt like everything would be all right. I drove around to see Megan and I talked with her for a couple minutes and took some pictures. As we sat there, I was asking Megan to help us, help us get it done for her and for the rest of the souls. I started to cry. I said, I love you, my angel girl. And all of a sudden it felt like not a breeze, but like a movement went through the car. And as the feeling hit me, I looked over at Madison and at the same time, Madison chuckled. I said, did you hear her? Madison said, yes. I looked over at Madison and then back at Megan and said, I love you too, baby. I told Madison, she's right here with us. Madison said, uh-huh. I asked both my angels to send someone. I told them we loved them and we left the cemetery. We went home and I divided the leftover food to be able to give some to my daughter and her family to have at their house. When it was time to go pick up the girls, I had it ready and Madison went to get the girls and give Nicole the food while I stayed behind to rest a bit before we went to see the lights. I did and it felt good. When the girls came back and picked me up, we went to beep, beep. We rode the horse carriage around the park of the lights and it was so beautiful. When we were done, we walked through to walk over the bridge that was lit up with the bright white lights. It was really pretty too. We had our hot chocolate and shared a funnel cake and sat at the table. We left and Madison drove home. I sat in the back seat with my youngest granddaughter, Lily, and she talked with me and I was able to look out at the night sky and think of Megan and Wyatt. My heart is so broken. I prayed looking out at the two stars and I asked God to help us send someone help the souls that need our help. I had to also tell Megan, I'm so sorry, my angels, with tear in my eye. When we arrived back at the house, Madison dropped me off and she took Zoe and Lily to their mom. I sat down, I was so tired. I started to cry and cry and cry and cry. I was sobbing. I asked God for forgiveness. I asked Megan for forgiveness. My heart aches. My body hurts. My heart feels so heavy. 
But at the end of the day, I'm so thankful for the food we eat, our health, our strength, and our courage. I did get a comment saying, you did good by going to see the lights. It's exactly what you needed. And I agreed. November 27, 2020. Today is one year when we went out to survey the dark lines near the headstone they dug up. We know something is not right. So of course, it's all of a sudden another type of investigation. They did something. And after I got my shot in the gut, recuperated from it, I was looking forward to a new year to start some new avenues. 2020, I put the ads in the newspapers. I wrote letters with some responses, but we didn't get the responses like I thought we would get. And with the pandemic that hit the US, not much I could do, but what I continued doing. Jen posted a Facebook page and she started sending emails to wait to hear nothing. And I started writing letters to representatives, senators and governors. And now I sit to and wait to hear from someone about the case file that was sent out. A year's time can change so much. Now, as I sit here and look out the window, I see the moon forming. I asked Megan for help. I asked her to ask God to help us. I told her we love you and Wyatt, my angels. I took a picture and I think I will try to relax for the evening hours. I need it. November 28, 2020, when I woke up this morning, I said, thank you, dear God, for waking me up. I laid there a bit to think of what else I can do to help us. I got up, checked my sugar level, and ate breakfast. When I was finished and cleaned up, I sat down to search the web for information. I need to find out some more information about the Bar Association. I was looking to see how long you have to file a complaint, and as I'm looking, I did find how to file and what I need to file, but no time limit. You also need to write in a letter or the form online. No emails, no text. I messaged Patty. 11.23 a.m. Hey, girlfriend. I know I asked you the other day, how long do I have to file a grievance against the attorney? And I have looked and I can't find the time limit. Did you find one? I did screenshot some information to her. Later today, I sat down and wrote a rough draft of my letter to the Bar Association. I will try to get that in the mail by Monday. Everyone have a great Saturday. November 29, 2020, Patty called. 11, 11 a.m. I was not able to answer at that time. Patty called back at 4.52 p.m. I answered and asked her, can I call you back? I'm putting Christmas lights in the front windows and I can't talk right now. Of course she said yes, we hung up. 
5.16 p.m., I called Patty back, and I told her why I couldn't talk earlier. She said, I want to read you what I wrote. I got the letter started, and I wanted you to hear what I've said. I said, all right, let's hear it. She read it to me. I started to cry. Then I had to stop myself. She said, I need you to know, I need to know how you feel. I need to know what you go through every day. I said, well, I can tell you this. I hurt. My body aches. When I wake up in the morning, I have to force myself not to think about it. It weighs heavy on my heart, and it feels so heavy at times. When I do think about it, I cry and cry and cry. I don't like being by myself, because if I'm by myself and I start thinking about it, oh my gosh, no one wants to know where it takes me. I don't even like thinking about it. She said, all right, I can tell when it bothers you the most. I can hear it in your voice. I said, I know, it crackles. She said, all right, I need to see the email to the funeral home and to the attorney. I said, I have them. I will take a picture of them and send it to you. She said, all right, and M, I'm going to help you with this and we will get it. I said, all right, and thank you, my friend. We talked a few more minutes and hung up. My evening went on by finishing up the lights and cleaning the mess, and I now pray for a brighter day tomorrow. God, send someone on earth to help us. Amen. November 30th, 2020. After waking up this morning, I'm not thinking about any of it. Although I did thank God for waking me up, and I started my day. It has been a busy morning. When I was done, I sat down for a minute to write. I sent Patty the emails she wanted to see. 2.40 p.m., I sent Patty a copy of the email to the attorney to stop the cremation. Then I sent a copy of the email I sent to the funeral home to stop the cremation. While waiting for Patty to call or message me back, I did write a letter back to the beep attorney general in response to his response to my letter I initially wrote to him. I wrote it, but that's it. I did make, it did make me feel better about his lack of confidence. I didn't ask him to be my personal attorney, nor would I want him to be. My gosh, Mr. Beep. People believe you to be in beep. I reached out to you because that's where fingers were pointing, but I was advised you would do nothing. So I didn't expect any more from you than what I got. Thank you. I will not mail my letter that I wrote back to him, but one day I may. 5.45 p.m., I messaged Patty the copy of the form for the Bar Association. I sent two pieces of information, then the other three pages I will have to fill out. I wrote to Patty. Okay, so now I'm sending these five pages. They are for the Bar Association. It's the application. 
I will wait to hear from her. I thank you for listening, and I look forward to you listening to part three, episode one, which will be next. Thank you. Have a great day.